I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump just gave a completely unhinged interview with Fox host Mark Levin. Donald Trump was promoting his new book, and the book is a compilation of letters he received with a focus on letters he received from genocidal maniacs. Yeah, Donald Trump didn't write a book. It's not a book about letters that he sent people. It is a book that compiles letters that he received with an emphasis on the letters he received from people like Vladimir Putin and President Xi and Kim Jong-un. And here in America, people like Carrie Lake and other election deniers. Folks, we can't cover our eyes and close our ears to this reality that this maniac, Donald Trump, is the leader of the modern day Republican Party. And as he promotes this book, you'll see he talks very highly of authoritarians who want to destroy the United States of America. And randomly, he speaks very highly as well of Richard Nixon and said, Richard Nixon should have fought harder. Wouldn't it have been nice if Richard Nixon had people like Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene? He says stuff like this in this ridiculous interview with Mark Levin of Fox. So let's expose it, let's call it out. So here, Mark Levin says to Donald Trump, hey, it seems like there are a lot of letters from genocidal maniacs in this book. And Donald Trump responds, well, I got along with them very, very, very well. Here, play this clip. Let me ask you a question about that. You have really fascinating letters in here from Putin, from Xi, from Un in North Korea, and I can go on and on. And what I noticed, there's a common thread. You had a personal relationship with every one of these leaders, whether they're genocidal maniacs, whether they're elected, like Abe of Japan, who was a close friend of yours and was assassinated. And I want to get into some of this. What would you say your foreign policy is? Because I think people keep projecting onto your foreign policy what it is that they think they want people to think your foreign policy is. What would you say it is? So I think more than anything else, and it was a very personal relationship, and you know, it was sort of a weird situation. The tougher they were, the better I got along with them. And that's probably a good thing, because it was the tough ones that had the, the big, powerful countries, the ones that can do destruction. And notice who Donald Trump got along with very well. People like Putin, people like Xi, people like Kim Jong-un. I mean, heck, Donald Trump said that he had a love affair with the dictator of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, whose letters are featured prominently in this book. I mean, just think about how deranged this is, right? Oftentimes, when presidents leave office, they write an autobiography or they engage in some endeavor that gives back. Donald Trump, on the other hand, has set up political action groups that grift off of his followers. He's put out NFTs, he's made this ridiculous special purpose acquisition, and he didn't put out a special purpose acquisition company he didn't put out a book. He put together a collection of letters that he received from authoritarians, from genocidal maniacs. And he is out there promoting that book on a network that just settled a defamation case for $787.5 million. Like, we can't ignore how absurdly deranged and dangerous that is. And here, Donald Trump talks about his relationship with China 
And he says China was raping the United States of America. Here, play this clip. And I got it back in the form of taxes, tariffs, and other things, and with hundreds of billions left over. And no other president got 10 cents, and yet I got along with President Xi incredibly well. But I was stopping the rampage. It was the rape of America. That's what it was. It should be noted that E. Jean Carroll's civil rape and defamation trial is set to start on April 25th, where Donald Trump is a defendant in that matter. So that is clearly on his mind. But I mean, who even speaks like this? Speaking of which, here Donald Trump talks about Richard Nixon in this interview and says that Nixon's biggest regret is that he didn't fight harder and he wished he would have had people like uh, Jim Jordan or Marjorie Taylor Greene here play this clip. Uh, he was a very tough guy. He was, I guess some people would say this about me too, he was his own worst enemy. I mean, I could say that a little bit about myself, much less so than people think, I will say. But um, he was um, sort of a paranoid guy. And that's okay, you know, you keep your guard up. That's, I don't say that badly. Uh, his views on Henry Kissinger were very interesting. I won't tell you exactly. I get along pretty well with Kissinger, but I, I tell you his views on Henry Kissinger were not so hot. And uh, he was a tough guy. And he, he, they went over to tell him that you have to get out. His biggest regret, according to his daughters, and I think according to him pretty much, was that he didn't fight. They went over there one evening, Barry Goldwater headed up the delegation, and they had some senators and some congressmen. And they went over to tell him he's got to get out. And he left the following day or the following morning. And his biggest regret was that he didn't fight. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't really like him. And I find that very interesting. And his daughter, when I got impeached twice by uh, really crooked, disgusting politicians, you know, they just happened to have a majority and they, the Democrats do stick together and they, on a perfect phone call, think of it, on a perfect phone call. Mm -hmm. This was a call that, I remember Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina read this. He was the first one to say, he read the call because I had it, it was taped, the call was taped. He said, he didn't say anything wrong, he was saying like, what did he do wrong? It was a perfect call. It was a congratulatory call. But I'll never forget uh, when that happened, we had such great support. Nixon had no support. You know, he just didn't have support. He was very, very tough with people. Uh, I get along with people. I mean, I, I have great Jim Jordan and all these congressmen are great. They're really incredible people. They're fighters, too. We have some great fighters. People don't realize it. You'll see that, I think. But we have some incredible fighters. Uh, Nixon didn't get along with uh, the people in Congress. He didn't get along with the senators. But the fact is, we have some great people in the Republican Party. But I get along with them, and they stuck together. You know, as we reflect on history and uh, the crimes of Richard Nixon, the fact that there was a kind of broad popular consensus that what Richard Nixon did was wrong, that there was an objective reality to call out the crimes as crime. And one of the biggest different with biggest differences with Donald Trump's impeachments, frankly, is the fact that you have the modern day Republican Party that's just like, we don't care about democracy anymore. We don't care. We will support this authoritarian. We will support this cult, we, we're all in on the cult. We don't care about law and order anymore. 
The tragedy of the modern day Republican Party is the existence of traitors like Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and Paul Gosar and Lauren Boebert, and frankly, all of them right now that are at the federal level in the House of Representatives and in the Senate, and many, many, many as well who occupy local offices across this country. That is the great tragedy. They've given up on democracy. They've given up on law and order. For what? For Donald Trump? Here, Donald Trump talks about how they asked me if I would consider giving Nixon a presidential medal of freedom. Here, play this clip. Reagan, if you look at, if you go back and, and some of the most interesting conversations I had with Nixon, but with his daughter too, because you know, I'd speak to the family. Uh, they asked me would I give him or consider giving him the presidential medal of freedom. And I thought it was a very interesting request. I said, let me get out of some of these little things first, but... Uh... Folks, we can't forget and neglect what this is all about. Donald Trump, a malignant narcissist in this symbiotic, traitorous relationship with Fox, a disinformation propaganda network promoting his book that is about letters he received from genocidal maniacs. He is trying to make money and will make money and grift off of his cult of letters he received from people who want to destroy our country. And he's bragging in this interview about his relationship with those people on Fox, on this propaganda network. And you have an entire political party, the Republican Party, that's like, we support that. We want to give that person the nuclear codes again. We want to make sure that person can make life and death decisions over our lives and the lives of our family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, co-workers, over our country, over our states. Let's give him the power to do that. That's what the MAGA Republicans want to do. And then you have large media networks that both sides it that act like, oh, it's just a normal campaign. There's nothing normal about that behavior. You remember back in the days where it would be disqualifying if you spelled potato wrong to even reach the office of the vice presidency? Well, now you have the leading candidate in the Republican Party for president of the United States who is bragging about a book he is selling about letters he received from authoritarian genocidal maniacs abroad two days before he's about to stand trial in a rape case based on a rape that took place in the mid-1990s and his defense is she is not my type and meanwhile there are multiple other women who are coming forward in that case to say he did the same thing to us and he tried to attack us. So folks, we got to call out this behavior. We're going to keep doing that here on the Midas Touch Network. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Ben Micellas. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your support. Check us out as well on patreon.com slash Midas Touch, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Midas Touch. And also wherever you get your audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. <laughs>
Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.